second corinthians chapter 8 verse 5 and they exceeded our expectations they gave themselves first of all to the lord and then by the will of god also to us We established by the Spirit of God in our discourse yesterday that our spiritual visibility is greatly enhanced when we give to the Lord, when we give to the Lord. After King Solomon's sacrificial giving of a thousand cattle at Gibeon, God appeared, God appeared unto him. Without doubt, my dear friend, a life, a life completely given to the Lord is far superior to any amount of material, material offering any person can bring before the Lord if the heart is not in the right place with God. The goal of this discourse this morning is to determine, to determine heaven's demand on our lives, heaven's demand on a life that would position and enable us to gain visibility in the spirit. Heaven's demand on our lives that will attract the uncommon favor before God and man. In 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15, Paul charged Timothy saying, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly. Give thyself completely to them that thy profiting may appear to all. This means that giving ourselves to the Lord could be partially done. I dare to say that the present day church is riddled is filled with men and women who have not wholly, completely given themselves to the Lord. To be honest, to be honest, it is a lot of challenge to find, to find people who have given themselves wholly to the Lord. From the pulpit to the pew, from the altar to the congregation, there's a lot of challenge to find men, to find women, to find children who have completely and wholly given themselves to the Lord. And no wonder, no wonder we have more and more Christ-professing believers who have not had any tangible personal encounter with the Lord. In the early days of our kingdom assignment here in the Netherlands, we had a brother who gave the ministry all the equipment, all the equipment we used at the time. From the keyboard, Cog Triton, I cannot forget, to the PV speakers that we had. I mean, these are excellent equipment. He gave them all. He gave them all. What a blessing that was for us as a church at the time. What a blessing it was. But sadly, one night, 
the Lord told me to return everything, everything the brother had given to the ministry. And the reason was very simple. That the brother had not given himself wholly to the Lord. He abused his wife and stepchildren at that time. And for that reason, the Lord instructed me to return everything, everything he ever gave to the ministry. Without hesitating, everything was returned according to the word of the Lord. Friends, whatever you give to the Lord that is void of a life, a life holy, wholly surrendered, a life wholly given to him, will without a doubt diminish your visibility in the spirit. It will without a doubt reduce the quality of your worship, of what use is the life that abuses a husband on Monday and gives tens of thousands of dollars at Thanksgiving offering on Tuesday. Do not be deceived, my dear friend. Whosoever teaches that your material or financial resources could substitute, your total surrender to the Lord is simply taking advantage of you. The total surrender of your life is the greatest spiritual asset you can ever boast of. I repeat, the total surrender of your life is the greatest spiritual asset that you can ever, ever boast of. Let him that boasted, let him boast that he knows me. How do you know him? How do you know him when you are not fully known unto him? Totally surrendered men and women are scarce in our days. And unfortunately, close association and interaction with such people, with such unconsecrated people, will diminish your visibility in the spirit. Second Kings chapter 11, verse 1 to 3 tells us that now King Solomon loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter. He married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them because they will turn your hearts to their God. Yet, yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. Why not just underline that in your Bible? Yet, Solomon insisted he loved them anyway. Whatever competes with the love for God in your life will surely diminish your love for God. It will surely reduce your love for God and ultimately it will reduce your visibility in the spirit. There are things, habits, people, character, actions and mentality that are foreign, strange, strange association and would never allow you to love the Lord 
to love your God wholly, regardless of how much you try to carry those things along. They will constantly reduce the efficiency of your spiritual potency. Verse 3 tells us that Solomon had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. <laughs> 1,000 of them. For every sacrifice he made, he took a wife to himself. 1,000 cattle offered unto the Lord in chapter 3 of 1 Kings. And God appeared to him in chapter 11, 1,000 women. And God was angry with him. The Bible says in verse 3, Solomon had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. In verse 6, the Bible says, In this way, Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely. He followed him partially. He refused to follow the Lord wholly as his father, David, had done. Hmm. Yes, he followed the Lord, but not completely. He had other things that restrained him from giving himself completely to the Lord. He gained favor before men. He had 1,000 women around him, around him alone. There was no record of competition or fight among the women. He could manage them. They desired him so much. Solomon lived, lived with strange and foreign women. Whatever you are living with that is contrary to the will of God may bring momentary pleasure and gifts like the woman who brought gifts for Solomon. But be assured, be assured that those secret things will sure create problems between you and God sooner than later if you do not make up your mind to get rid of them urgently, urgently. In verse 4, the Bible tells us that at Solomon's old age, the woman he entertained in his life turned his heart to worship other gods. And in verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord, the Lord was very angry with Solomon, for his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Who had appeared to him twice. What a sad and shameful end of a life that started with so much passion, with so much love and zeal for the Lord. A man who hosted God twice could not completely follow the Lord. He was distracted. He could not completely give himself to the Lord. He could not give himself wholly to the Lord. May our walk with God never be a fairy tale where we say once upon a time 
May you not be categorized as one who once had great encounters with God. One who lives in the memory of past experiences and sweet encounters with God. Oh, if Solomon had the privilege of seeing God twice, twice at the beginning of his reign as a king, would he not have had countless visitations of God during his reign? But he failed. He failed. He failed because he could not give himself wholly, completely to the Lord. What does it mean to give yourself wholly to the Lord? What does it mean? It simply means to come to the place of absolute spiritual surrender. Absolute spiritual surrender. Where you seek and desire nothing else but to please the Lord. To please the Lord. The Psalms of Asaph in Psalm 73 verse 25 resonates with me so much this morning. And it says, Whom? have I in heaven but you and there is nothing nothing on earth that I desire besides you. Not a mansion not a car not a house not a congregation nothing I desire here on earth besides you. At this point, you have no single, no single desire for anything else on earth but Him. Your thought is completely saturated with Him. You are in a completely different realm of absolute yieldedness, total surrender. You only seek and earnestly desire to do that which pleases the Father. To give yourself wholly is to obey every word of God without any attempt to bend it, without any attempt to adjust it, without any attempt to manipulate and use the word to suit your desire. Job chapter 23 verse 12 says, I have not departed from his commands, but I have treasured I have treasured his words, his words, much more than my daily food. May this be your testimony, my dear friend. May this be my testimony. May this be our testimony. Give thyself wholly, completely to the Lord. Amen. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen and amen and amen.